Hey, what's happening? It's your boy, G Perico, Enterprise Click. And I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. All right, so we got my guy, G Perico, jumping off the porch with us today, man. Hey, Welcome. What's happening, man? I'm feeling good. How you feeling today, bro? Feeling real good. Yes, sir, man. Welcome yeah. to Atlanta, too, man. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. Yes, sir, man. Yeah. How Atlanta be treating you when you come down here, man? Man, it's great every time. Full of action, love, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. man. How long you been coming out here for, though? Uh, 10, 12 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you've been tapped into the city, man. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a big change of pace from, uh, from L.A., from back at home, or? Uh, I mean, the pace, the pace pretty similar, but the, just the setting is, like, night and day you know what i mean yeah but but niggas moving fast down here oh absolutely yeah, yeah. we just don't have the palm trees and the water and yeah, all that's that that's the only thing missing. yeah you got pine trees <laughs> <laughs> for sure man man go ahead and shout out your people sitting behind you today too man uh g4 you know what i'm saying enterprise stills from the enterprise my nigga money mills you know what i mean from the click for sure man yeah. so what, what you been working on since you just touched down in the city then uh, shit, I'm working on Hot Shot right now, my next project, Gangster Grills. Yes, sir. Had to come down here and connect with Drama, make it official. Absolutely, man. Yeah. How did that connection happen, man? How'd you get linking with the legendary DJ Drama, man? Man, that's crazy. I've been, um, every time I come down here, I'm working at their studio, you know what okay. I mean? I actually ain't been down here in like two years, hmm. you know what I mean? But every time I come down, I'm working at Main Streets or the new spot, you know what I mean? And, uh, like me and Lake Sheezy got a personal relationship. Okay. So we were supposed to been did it, you know what I mean? But I just felt like the time was right right now. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. he's been going crazy with these mixtapes. That yeah. even won a Grammy for this shit, yeah. so. huge. Absolutely, man. Was like the Gangsta Grills, was that real big out there on the West Coast, Hell, man? Yeah, Gangsta Grills, Jeezy, Wayne, you know what I mean? Super big down there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like this is a good, you know, like an honor to be able to work with drama on this shit? Man, it's an honor. It's a. It's, it's big time because they don't really do too much West Coast. Mm -hmm. like I feel like the, the Crenshaw was like a super classic. That Absolutely. was the Gangsta Grills, you know yep. what I mean? So, you know, it's only right to put my fingerprint on it. Okay. Yeah. So, so what's this new music sounding like, man? What, what type of vibe, what type of pocket you in right now? Man, I'm just popping that shit, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> real musical, you know what I mean? And, and still a little ratchet, heavy 808s, you know what I'm saying? Energy, you know, if you want to... Uh, you know, a life lesson or something to vibe to or, you know, trying to figure something out. Yeah. That's what that is, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I really fuck with your music, man. It's like, you be putting people on the game, man. Yeah. You be, be talking some real life shit on there yeah. too, man. So like, who are some of the producers you've been tapped in with for the project? Uh, Steels, my guy, uh, Dupree, C-Beats. Uh, that's pretty much it right now, like all home team. Okay. Yeah. You haven't tapped into any of the Atlanta producers? Nah, not yet. Today we probably gonna go get busy and uh, you know, I got a pack and a few people pulling up. Okay. Yeah. I dig that. And what about feature wise? You plan to put anyone on there? Are you riding solo on this? What what's the feature plan? Feature wise, you know, I be straight to the face, you know what I mean? I'm like <laughs> stingy with the music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I just feel like if a if a motherfucker get on my shit, like you gotta a lot of people don't like this, but I, I want somebody to like, your shit gotta be better than mine. Hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta bring value. I don't want nobody there just for a name. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then I just, you know, I talk a lot of shit about life, the streets, business, 
everything going on, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, if a motherfucker not on that vibe, it's cool. I like to listen to it, but mixing with my shit, like. Yeah, no, I think that's gotta make sense, man. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, you know, for people that don't know, just kind of break down the hot shot. Like, why, why'd you choose this title for the project? Hot shot, you know what I mean? That's, that's me, you know what I'm saying? Hot shot, doing big business, driving big cars, living in big spots, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, you know, doing the shit that's not really typical coming from LA, South Central, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hot shot, that. you know, we on a roll, and plus we on a roll. I done dropped like 12 tapes in the last 18 months. Yeah, you've been 12, going crazy. Think, yeah, 12, about 12. Yeah. yeah. Was that the plan like 18 months ago? Like, man, I'm just going to flood, or was that just how it kind of worked out? Nah, that's, that was definitely the plan because like in 2023, with uh, you know, streaming and all the digital, everything digital now, I feel like for one, music don't get old no more <laughs> because you can always pull it up on your phone and stream it. It's not Real like shit. a CD. It gets scratched up and then up under the shit and you on to what's next. Um, and then content is, is where the money at. You know that. You oh, know absolutely, I mean? yeah. Content is where the bag at, you know? So if you got a plan to cash in and you got good content and you got a nice catalog, you got a you know a cool little exit plan or you know Real a, shit. A intro to a new beginning. Yeah. yeah, talk about that work ethic though, man. To put out that much music, man. You living in the studio, damn near, right? Yeah, that shit in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> so literally. Yeah, that shit in my living room, man. I fall asleep in front of the mic, wake uh, up in front of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get discouraged? Like, man, today ain't the day. I ain't trying to feel this shit right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I be having days like that where it's just like nothing coming together, you know, just regular human shit. And then especially still being in the mix of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some days it's, it's just like, fuck this shit, cut this shit off. You know what I mean? But for the most part, like the goal that I got established in my mind and where I'm trying to get to and the, the, the time frame. And then also understanding the window of opportunity. Don't stay open that long. It just gets smaller and smaller if you're not doing shit. So, you know, I gotta go. And then, yeah. um, like lack of opportunity also, you know what I'm saying? Like content could create a budget. A lot of motherfuckers like slow down or wait based on, you know, money that they expect for what they think they worth or, you know, whatever that may be. And, um, you know, a lot of motherfuckers don't step on the gas based on that. And I'm like, you know, the content is going to create the, the revenue and the cash flow. You know what I'm saying? So all the content that I've been putting out got me, like, with a stupid budget right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All independent. Like, Real shit. I ain't on nobody dollar. Like, yeah. you know, it's all value that I created. So it's good. I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. I ain't got to... Uh, I ain't got to bring my shit to a boardroom of people. <laughs> yeah, who probably don't 20, even understand this shit have, anyway. Yeah, 20 people that's not outside, they just on the net and don't know what shit feel like out there or what it is, you know what I mean? And having to convince them and then getting discouraged, like I know how that shit go too, so like, you know, content, man. Absolutely, man. So looking at 2023, like how many projects do you plan to drop or do you have a number in mind or? Just know it's a nice amount, man. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to double what I did in the last 18 months in this next 12. Oh, damn. Yeah. So damn near every month then, not every season, huh? Yeah, if all goes as planned. You okay, know, okay. We're going to get busy. Yeah. Uh, do you, are you the type that like sets goals at the beginning of each year? 
Man, I set goals like year round, day after day, week after week. Like to me, if you got like a whiteboard or whatever the fuck you write your shit on, and it's not getting remixed and shit scratched off and changing, then like you know you just talking. And, and then I'm not really into the to the New Year's resolution shit mm-hmm. because it's like if your habits, if your daily habits not in that direction, then you just talking, you lying to yourself. You know what I mean? Real shit. Yeah, yeah that, at the end of the day, it's like you shouldn't have to wait till the, a new year to change some bad right. habits too, man. Right. Real exactly. shit, man. <laughs> All right, so, you know, our platform, we get a lot of Southern artists, a lot of Midwest artists, not too many from the West Coast, man. Yeah. So I need you to break down this culture out there in South Central, man. Feel folks in what really be going on out there. So South Central is like, it's a gang city. Roughly every 10, 15 blocks is a different gang. You know what I mean? Depending whether it's Northwest, East or South, the average hood got about 10 blocks. You know what I mean? Uh, It's tricky, you know what I'm saying? It's like like gang banging is the sport out there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just, it's a lot of violence. You know what I mean? It's a lot of people getting money too. And um, you know, we right there where Hollywood at and just different shit. So whatever you looking for in life, like you can find it, you know what I'm saying? But in South Central, we just stuck in the bubble hmm. of South Central, you know what I mean? Trying to, you know, get my name known in all these different hoods or whatever it may be that could, you know, that consume most people out there, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's a blessing that I got up out of that, that cycle, cause that shit is for real, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's still like, it's still in my head. I still be having it check myself like man you a businessman now like because the culture is like shit it's 50 years plus hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got grandparents from the shit, you know what I'm saying? Probably some people, great-grandparents, like, you know, from gangs and with that mentality, you know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, you know, it's a fast-paced life. Good time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what would you say are like some of the keys to breaking that cycle then? Like to be able to make it out and, you know, get further in your career like you have. I mean, it, like the main key is like shit, self-reflection. You know what I'm saying? That's why I started the enterprise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you got you to gotta know yourself. Because like for a long time when I was in the streets from a gang, I didn't know myself. I just like fell into the, you know, uh, what's going on in the streets, like the, you know, the, the rules and the, just the day-to-day cycle, whatever the hood doing, that's what I'm doing, but I'ma just 
do it better than everybody else. You know what I mean? Louder than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, like, breaking up out of the cycle is real. Like, it's real difficult. It's like, it's damn near like I always compare it to a a motherfucker that smoked crack. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Niggas don't smoke crack like that no more. Meth, crystal meth. You know what I'm saying? Like, a motherfucker that, you know, just getting high all the time. Know that this shit fucking them up. You know what I'm saying? But you love that high. You know what I'm saying? That's what the life like. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just something that runs through you, like the excitement. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, by it being a gang, you know, no matter how many, how much a motherfucker say I'm my own man and all that shit, at the end of the day, you really not because you're controlled by other people's opinions and what other people think. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people did dumb shit based on some shit that a person that they probably don't even respect or give a fuck about thought, you know what I'm saying? Reacted, ended up in prison, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Forever or, you know, dead sooner than, you know, a motherfucker was supposed to meet the Reaper or whatever. But, you know, breaking out of the cycle is like, just like really like within, like you gotta meet yourself, know yourself, understand what you wanna do and really stand on that shit. Cause, you know, you gonna, you gonna meet a, a lot of force, uh, you know, against what you're trying to do. You know Absolutely, yeah. No matter how much a motherfucker say, do your shit. I want to see you do your shit. At some point, you know what I mean? Even that person, you know, you may have something with and you got to be able to overcome all that type of shit, you know, in order to, you know, be successful at some outside of street shit. Absolutely, man. Yeah, you had a line on, uh, on the South Central album where you said, like, you ain't been locked up since 2014. Yeah. Was yeah. there like a breaking point like that last time you went to jail? It was like, all right, I'm not doing this shit no Yeah, more. last time I was in the pen, my daughter was just born, and then I ended up on the yard with, well, I always been on the yard with the gang of lifers and shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like this time, it was different. Like I really noticed what was going on. Like before, I'm just caught up in the, in the, in the world when I'm just caught up in a cycle, like, you know, just doing what I do, reckless, not giving a fuck. And, um, and this time, it's like I got all these other opportunities. You know what I mean? People like what I do, see me in a different light. And just being around a gang of motherfuckers that got life that's never coming home. Like some people come home after 30 years of, of fighting to get out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, yo, yo, you've pretty much gone. You know what I mean? You on the like, you got more days behind you than in front of you by the time you, you beat that battle. So, um, seeing that and then just all the other opportunities around me and then i got a daughter because you know i was just so used to only worried about me you know what i mean just all that shit sunk in and it's like damn bro like i don't want to get gray and old going in and out this motherfucker and then you know when my career is over as a gangster as a gangbanger like i start over at the beginning of of, of regular life mm-hmm. you know what i mean so I get a low level job and all this shit. And, you know, not to say that, you know, speak down on that. Cause it's a lot of people that I respect and love that went through that process. But by me being able to see that and notice that and being aware and meeting myself, you know what I mean? I'm like, nigga, I want money. <laughs> I want millions, like, and not money where I'm balling for a few six months a year. And then I'm back in prison for some, a few years. And then I got to get out and start over and then possibly go through the same cycle. It's like, 
Like, I want to be here nonstop, getting this dough, living, driving what I want, doing what I want. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like I got something to say to the world or to people like me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. No, that's real. Yeah. Was it tough to kind of, you know, leave that lifestyle alone when you came home then? Man, super hard. When I got out, I went straight to the hood. Straight to the Like I had some money put away, buried on the side of the house. I went straight to looking for that. I forgot exactly where it was at. <laughs> that would freak me out. Man, I dug up the whole side. I'm thinking somebody got me. I found it. You know what I mean? And then I went to the block. I got a hotel room that night and then I was just on the block. You know what I mean? That, Figuring it out though. Yeah. Now that you had to cut off a lot of people from your former life, you know, for you to be able to elevate? Yeah, man, and that's the, that's the part that's, that's the most fucked up part, like, for me, because, like, I got a big heart, you know what I mean? And what I want for me, I want for the, my people, too, you know what I mean? But, you know, by, by me doing something different in the process of this shit being so different, but the reward being great, and, you know, what I mean by the process of it is, you know, in the streets, you know, we'll get to hustling and come up with a plot and we, we own in the next few days, the next couple of weeks, you know what I mean? With this, this process take longer. And then it's a lot of people in your ear, you know what I mean? And you know, those people got influence on how you think, whether you like it or not, you know what I mean? So, man, why you ain't got this? Why you ain't doing this? And then this motherfuckers, you know, calculating shit in their mind man, this nigga got this, why you ain't got that? And that shit get to a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And, and people don't understand the process, so, you know, it caused a lot of confusion, so, yeah, like, you know, cutting people off and, and having to move forward, that's probably like, the, like the, the painful part of the transition, you know what I'm saying? But, mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't switch it though. Yeah, because it's got to be done at the end of the yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah, real shit. So, um, how old were you when you jumped off the porch? 12, 13. Like, I was officially from the gag when I was 13 years old. Oh, wow. But, you know, claiming before that, writing on walls and shit, and just doing little mischievous shit, but like officially from the hood, 13. Yeah. yeah. Now, is there many other opportunities besides like joining the gang for someone coming from South Central? Um, it, it pretty much depends what, what, what your setting is and what your influences are, you know what I mean? Because, like, not the whole entire South Central is not gangbangers, but, like, at some point, you know somebody that's in a lifestyle, whether they next door or at the house or down the street or a cousin, whatever it is, you know what I mean? It's like, it's around you, but it just depends on what your influences are. Mine's was the big homies, like. A few houses down was like where my homies used to be at deep, like headquarters, you know what I'm saying? Cars be parked all the way down the block. Niggas be in front of my house. So, you know, that's what I wanted to be a part of. Like I've just seen the camaraderie and just the lawlessness, just niggas doing what they want and, it, and, and the respect. Like I wanted to be a part of that. But yes, yeah, other things like, you know what I mean? Just, it just depends on your influences, like who grab you, who snatch you, you know what I mean? I got you. Yeah. Um, where does this entrepreneur, you know, mentality that you have, how far back does that go? Man, that come from the, from the street life. Like, when I was coming up, it was still like the ass end of the, like, I wouldn't say like the crack era, 
Well, yeah, I would say that because niggas was still selling dope and rich off of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when I was 13, you know what I mean? I told one of my homies, I'm like, man, I want to get paid. But I didn't even know what I was saying. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know what it was, what it came with, but I was ready to accept everything that it came with. You know what I mean? And um, like one of my homies, like he he's super cold. He doing great today too. Like he got his shit in order, life straight. You know what I mean? Um, but he just he showed me the hustle, and it was already in me from seeing my granny hustle and just different people around and. You know, the way I was raised, like, I always had shit. I always had the bikes, the J's, mm. all the shit, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I wanted it. You know, I wanted cars, you know what I mean? And, and all the shit that just come with the fast life. But, like, the homie that I was under and, and got my game from. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Like he's a million dollar nigga, you know what I'm saying? So, like naturally, you know what I mean? I soak it all in. But the gangbang aspect is what always detour that shit. Like mm-hmm. you getting money, you know what I mean? Because at, at some point you gotta say fuck money and you know get into the activities. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you have to keep go sitting down too. You can't make no money while you're locked up can't too. Can't make man. dud locked up. I mean, you can, but somebody else gonna spend it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but how much would you say like hustling the streets prepared you for the music industry then? Um, I think that that's what the entire part of that, cause that's all I know. So, you know, it, it prepared me for like shit that I heard about the music industry. And the shit that I hear is what everybody hear. And that's what like stun a lot of people growth in this shit too. Cause just the fear of hearing about like shady managers, these record labels fucking niggas. And you know, you might meet your golden goose, your gift horse and don't even take advantage of it. Cause you so used to hearing fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but the street though prepared me for everything. Just dealing with so many different characters and so many different shady motherfuckers and so many different good motherfuckers, like it made me a good judge of character. You know what I mean? Yeah. It also made me a fucking idiot too, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In what ways? Why you say that? Just all the dumb shit out, like, like me saying fuck it and flipping out, like is is the easiest thing to do. Like, you know what I mean? And I and I got no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? at any given time, so yeah. like that was kind of like a, it's a gift and a curse, you know what I mean? But like when you handling business and trying to do some shit and elevate, like that's detrimental, you know what I mean? Real shit. So what inspired you to start rapping at first? Uh, shit, I was also around music, you know what I mean, growing up. Like my uncle had a, uh, a label and shit and he was doing independent shit, making tapes and having boxes of the motherfuckers and artists in studio set up at my granny house and shit. So like I was around it and around different musicians and it was like, I don't think I planned to be a rapper. Like I'm just a hustler, you know what I mean? I never was growing up as a kid like, man, I, I wanna rap. I wanna be on, in the, on front of a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand motherfuckers on stage. I never thought like that. I was just a nigga that just wanted money. Like I, I planned to be like just, 
a gangster, a gangbanger till I die. You know what I'm saying? So the shit kind of happened organically, for lack of better terms. But yeah, the shit kind of happened by chance. The opportunities presented itself, and I took it. You know what I mean? Yeah. What type of feedback were you getting when you first started dropping music? Then was it mostly positive, kind of like encouraging you to keep doing yeah, it? Or? Yeah, that's what that's what made me go because I recorded my first song like years before. I even like really start trying to rap. I recorded a song, my homie Schnook took the CD and just ran around the whole hood playing it for everybody. <laughs> and then um, I wasn't fucking with it. I'm like, I'm on some nigga shit, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I start recording years later and then I'm like, fuck it, I should just put a project together. I was on my way back to the pen. I'm like, fuck it, let me just do this. Just have my name. I'm just thinking about my name circulating while I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? And when I come home, like everybody in my area conformed to the to the what I created and and the music shit. So, you know, that was a like me having influence in my hood was like a super blessing. You know what I'm saying? Because the music was trash. But motherfuckers <laughs> love me so much. That they gonna support it regardless. Exactly. So it gave me the confidence to keep going. I listened back to that shit like this was horrible. Thank God for the homies, you know what I'm saying, for giving me the confidence and making me think that shit was dope at the time because, you know, I stayed on it. Now I, I love what I do. You know what That's saying? it. Yeah. How'd you lock in with Nipsey? Um, through my homie Rare Beats, like one of the first people I started recording with and shit. That's also one of the first people that Nip started recording with. Okay. Like earlier than me, but you know, the same person. So he connected us, you know what I mean? And uh, from the intro, we was just partners, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I felt like I knew him for a year. He was a good dude, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. What was his personality like away from the music? I mean, shit, it was like exactly the same. Like, it wasn't like it was a character that he was snapping into and then he a totally different person. Like, he was the same all the way around, like pound for pound. Like, he was like a perfect person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you feel like LA's recovered from his death? It's been what, three years now? Um, man, I don't think we'll ever recover from a loss like that. You know what I mean? But I feel like people are, are like motivated to do more now. You know what I mean? But like recover? Nah, hell no. Nah. We missed that nigga. Yeah, I feel like the whole game messes up, man. That was such a, a big loss, you know, just nationwide, worldwide when, yeah. when he passed too, bro. Yeah, that was huge. That was like, I don't know what it was like when Tupac and them died, but I don't know what it felt like, but I'm pretty sure that this was bigger. Yeah, especially with social media, man. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's your thoughts on the music scene in LA right now? Seems like a lot of talent, seems like a lot of the younger guys fucking with each other too. Yeah, the music scene is bubbling, man. You know what, um, the great thing about the music scene right now, the gang element don't really control it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is not saying that gangs control niggas, but by me having, or me being from where I'm from, you know what I'm saying, I can't fuck with them niggas because they from the opposite side or they with niggas that then did something to some of my homies. Like, like the, the scene right now that's coming up is like, you know, everybody 
they understand. I think from watching these other places, Atlanta, Detroit, you know what I mean? They see the power of coming together, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I think it's super dope. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Um, is Greedo home? Have you been able to talk to him? I don't know if Greedo home yet. Yeah, I saw the news reports, but it's like there's no picks, no, no updates on I his know, official And I shit. know Greedo. Yeah, I know. You guys like, work together a lot. Greedo not. We had a whole project. I just played it the other night for the homies. We did a whole project one night just fucking around. And he a workhorse. He like. Man, I saw him in the studio before he had to turn himself in, and it was like. He was wasting no time. Yeah, if you wasn't machine. on your shit, he was kicking people out the studio. Like, yeah. I got shit to do. You need to get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, he a machine. And that, that energy necessary for where we at right now. Especially with all this, like, this new talent coming up. Like, motherfuckers seeing Greedo going hard. You know what I mean? Already established, but like he knew. You know what I'm saying? Niggas seeing me going hard. Like, it, 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 uh, it's definitely going to bring a new energy. I feel like we... We're getting close to that tipping point out there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that collab project will ever get dropped, or are you guys just on some new shit when he does? Nah, we got to do some new shit, because I, <laughs> like, my whole, I done evolved so much since then. Huh. You know what I mean? As far as delivery, tone, uh, just talking about, openly talking about more shit. You know what I mean? So. I feel like we it's going to be a collab project, but definitely something new. We'll probably get in one of these weekends when he gets settled and, and knock one out. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I have another question. But I don't here. know if he out, though. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like, I saw the he reports. He would have been on that camera talking yeah, shit. Yeah, I figured he would have been popping his shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, f welcome home if he is home. For sure. Were you, were you able to communicate with him at all when he was locked up? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. I hollered at him a few times. He actually on my Play to Win project on the intro, talking. He called me from jail. I'm like, nigga, I'm on the phone. I'm, um, I'm in the studio. Nigga, I'm finna record this. You know what I'm saying? So he popped some shit, and then uh, I got a, uh, I put one of the verses from some shit we did on the, um, on the song. Okay, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, he all through the project and shit. We didn't holler. We stay in communication. For sure, man. Yeah. Um, you had the situation with Rock Nation, man. Mm -hmm. What would you say is like the biggest takeaway, the biggest lesson you learned by going through that whole situation? The biggest lesson that I learned is, I mean, it just the, like independent is where it's at for me. That's the biggest lesson I learned. Like everybody different, you know what I mean? And, and with me, like where I thrive at and grow at and really like make an impact that is like being independent and being able to set my own rules and do what I want to do. Cause this music shit is about like feeling, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, if you do some shit and you waiting a year to drop it, or like I said, got to cut through all this yellow tape and get motherfuckers to believe in it. That feeling of that certain shit is gone. You know what I'm saying? Even though the music may be great, but like your energy on putting certain shit out and pushing shit is, you know, it changed. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. So, like, but the, you know, it's a few takeaways that I got from that scenario. Like, hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I met a gang of great people, got a good, a lot of good relationships. I learned a lot about the business. I learned a lot about myself. You know what I mean? 
you know, when the average motherfucker probably would have hit the net, like, man, fuck these niggas, this, 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 this. <laughs> Which we see every day with these rappers, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked at it like, man, this, I, I put myself in this situation and it, it wasn't really bad at all. I just ain't go fucking huge and hit number one, but, you know, it prepared me for, you know, the rest of my career, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not looking to fucking be a one-hit nigga anyway, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want to be here for a while, like, even after I'm gone, I want the shit to be here, like, I plan on motherfuckers studying me in college courses and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Just, you know, trying to decipher what I meant or where I was coming from with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like the game is set up today to where independent artists can win. For sure. Yeah, and especially in L.A., too. It's yeah. like you guys got your own you own everything out there. Like, you guys got your own sound. The support out there is insane. Like, yeah. you could probably just make a killing just by touring on the West Coast every yeah, day. Yeah, for sure. You could definitely check M's out there, for sure. Like, on the West Coast, you know, for those that got an open mind, you know what I'm saying, and is ready to step out. Like I said, the, like, the L.A. gang culture, like, limit us. Hmm. You know what I mean? It limits your mind frame. Like, it don't limit you physically, but it limits you mentally. Like, you don't want to leave the hood, don't want to blend with certain motherfuckers. Like, and I know from firsthand experience because I was one of them niggas, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the West Coast definitely checked some M's. I have. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. Talk about some of these businesses you got outside of music right now. Um, so we got blue T-shirt. Like, that's like my top priority this year. The clothing line, the clothing yeah. brand. Um, I just bought a building, me and David Gross, which was Nip business partner as well. And then we got a few other things like, you know, some financial courses, literacy courses for people in the industry, sports, entertainment, everything. You know what I mean? Like just young dudes that's getting money that need to know where to put it and how to maneuver and, you know, do the right shit so, so your money will take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's a lot of people like when I sat back and thought about it, like we always talking about getting money, I'm getting money, I'm getting money, I'm getting money. But nigga, is you having money though? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Do you have shit? Like, I know so many niggas that ran through millions on the street and don't have shit, you know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know. But uh, yeah, I just bought this building on 108th Boxing Gym. We remodeling right now, about to bring that back to the community. Boys and Girls Club, I think Facebook, don't quote me yet, but Facebook posted get a spot in there. I'm not sure if we oh, locked really? all the way in yet. That's big. Or not. You know what I'm saying? We got a music program and shit like that. And then, you know, just different real estate shit. But like for the most part, movies. Like I'm in a few movies and shit. Yeah, you was in that Sally's movie, right? Uh yeah, that's a TV show one of my partners okay. did. Yeah. That I um came through for. But I'm in um Vanessa Del Rio biopic. I don't know when that's coming out. Like it already won some awards at the um Sundance Film Festival. Oh, really? That's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm playing Larry Davis in a biopic. Huh. You know what I mean? So I got to get my weight up right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> you find like that's a new challenge for you acting, or is it pretty come natural to you? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you know, behind all this shit, I'm a real character. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Real shit. Uh, even going back to the, like, the financial literacy, man, I feel like that's something we don't talk about a lot within the culture. Right. It's like we show how to spend the money, you know what I'm saying, on cars, jewelry, you know, drip, everything like that. But they really don't 
people be kind of shy about showing like the investments, right. like how to keep that shit coming in like that too, right. man. So I salute you for, you know, starting those type of programs. I feel like they're well needed with the youth, man. Yeah, it's super needed because I done ran through so much money, bro. Like 200, 300, 500 and don't know where it went. You know what I'm saying? A gang of times. <laughs> so, you know, I would definitely love to show niggas where I bumped my head at so they could, you know, be better than what I did. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. With some youth, uh, with some advice you would share to the youth coming up right now. Shit, make up your mind what you find yourself, meet yourself, figure out what you want to do, and like just put your blinders on and do that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's really like it. Like that shit all start within, man. Yeah, I fuck with that. Um, plan to drop any more videos off South Central, or are you just on to the uh, hot shot? Yeah, hell yeah. We got a. Um, by the time this drop, a couple videos will come out. Okay. And then we're going to go back to the city and shoot a few more. And then I, I got a project in between Hot Shot. I probably wasn't supposed to say that, but <laughs> yeah. yeah we leaked it now, though. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like a got. short EP or a uh, collab project? I or? mean, the EP is what, five songs? I think it's like 10 or less. Nah, that's an album. For real? They, yeah, they count that as albums? Yeah, that's then? an album. Anything more than eight, I think eight, more than eight is an album. You know what I mean? Like on all music contracts, it say album deliver ten or twelve songs. Like that's pretty much standard. You okay. Know what I mean? Yeah. So we getting a full album is what you're saying then? We're gonna get a project for sure. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got any shout outs you like to give before we wrap it up here, bro? I mean, shout out to Enterprise Click. Shout out Empire. You know what I mean? The best label on the planet, best distro on the planet. Uh, Shout out all my niggas. Shit don't stop, man. Hot shot on the way. Drop the bands from the hood to the man. Lights, camera, action. Diamonds in the enterprise, be 